1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500
2: The breaking news tonight, history made. President Trump is impeached for a second time in just 13 months. And 10 Republicans agree with Democrats that the president incited an insurrection. One week after the Capitol assault on the same House floor, Speaker Nancy Pelosi drops the gavel. <laughs> So, what happens now? Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he won't bring back the Senate early for a trial. But could they stop President Trump from ever holding office again? The nation's capital locked down. Now, up to 20,000 members of the National Guard will be brought to D.C., many already here, sleeping with their rifles under the dome. The checkpoints tonight, concrete barriers and boarded up businesses. New FBI warning. The alert tonight to officers making arrests related to the Capitol Hill assault. Consider using SWAT after they found this arsenal in one suspect's home. New arrests. The man wearing a Camp Auschwitz shirt is in custody. So is the rioter seen dangling above the Senate chamber. Was it an inside job? New allegations that some members of Congress gave tours to rioters who stormed the Capitol. Nearly one million doses in a single day. Some good news on the vaccine front, as a record number of vaccines are put into the arms of Americans. Deadly dog food. Tonight, the pet food recall after toxic mold kills more than 70 dogs and makes 80 sick. What you need to know to keep your pets safe. And the reminder tonight our government remains of the people, by the people, for the people.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us tonight. The sitting president of the United States, Donald Trump has been impeached for a second time. Ten Republican members of the U.S. House broke with their party late today, joining 222 Democrats to approve a single article of impeachment. The charge? Inciting the insurrection at the Capitol one week ago. An attack that left five people dead, dozens injured, and American democracy wounded. Tonight, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, says she will immediately send the article of impeachment to the Senate so that the president can stand trial trial. But Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader in the Senate, says that won't happen before president-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated next Wednesday. And even as Congress debated the president's involvement on the attack of the Capitol, they were being surrounded by armed members of the National Guard, protecting them based on what's being called a high-level threat. Now, sources tell CBS News tonight that investigators are now sifting through raw intelligence, suggesting that armed extremists may be plotting to block bridges and trains into the city. So as we come on the air, President Trump is finally responding to all of this. In a new video produced by the White House, he says that he ordered the heightened security in D.C. and that he condemns last week's violence, a full week after it happened. But he is still not accepting any responsibility for what happened. Well, there's a lot of breaking news on this historic day. Our team is standing by. CBS's Nancy Cordes is going to lead off our coverage tonight. Good evening, Nancy.
4: Nora, this historic bipartisan vote took place in the same chamber where one week ago today lawmakers were cowering and praying for their lives. A few moments ago, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi signed the impeachment resolution, which will now go to the Senate for
2: a trial. On this vote, the ayes are 232.
4: Voting in a capital that has now become a fortress, House members impeached the 45th president for putting them in harm's way one week ago today as they were trying to ratify the results of the election.
5: This capital was stormed. People died because of the big lies that were being told by this president. If inciting a deadly insurrection is not enough to get
4: a president impeached, then what is? The vote comes 13 months Donald John Trump after President Trump's first impeachment
6: for high crimes and misdemeanors
4: where he was charged with abuse of power and obstruction of Congress as part of a scheme to pressure Ukrainian leaders. Donald Trump is a living, breathing impeachable offense. He is unrepentant. Congress must act for the good of this country. Unlike the last impeachment, this time, 10 Republicans voted yes.
5: There was a domestic threat at the door of the Capitol, and he did nothing to stop it.
2: I am not choosing a side. I'm choosing truth. It's the only way to defeat fear. Today's
4: article of impeachment accuses Mr. Trump of sparking an insurrection, citing not just his comments last Wednesday.
0: These people are not going to
7: take it any longer.
4: But also his false claims about his loss. We won the election by a landslide. And his refusal to concede. That was a rigged election. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy didn't deny any of it.
7: The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters.
4: But he and other Republican members insisted now is not the time to punish President Trump. They know that it is
7: impossible for the Senate to remove him before his term expires. So what is the point? I'm not saying the president didn't exercise poor judgment. But to criminalize political speech by blaming lawless acts on the president's rhetoric is wrong, Madam Speaker, and a very dangerous precedent. The criminals who stormed the Capitol that day acted on their own volition. They are responsible for their actions. If we want unity, this is
6: not the way.
4: Democrats rejected that argument.
6: Never as a criminal defense attorney did I say, judge, yeah, my guy completed the armed robbery, but let's heal now. No, there was accountability. There was accountability then. There should be accountability
4: now. And so the battle moves now to the Senate. Speaker Pelosi has already named nine impeachment managers who will serve as prosecutors in the trial to come. Senate Leader Mitch McConnell said today he will not bring the Senate back early, meaning the trial could start just as President-elect Biden is taking office. If two-thirds of the Senate votes to convict, then the president would be barred from seeking higher office again. But this could all consume the Senate for weeks. President Trump's first Senate trial, Nora, lasted 21 days.
2: Nancy Cordes on Capitol Hill. Thank you. Well, tonight, it's not clear if the president will mount a defense when he goes on trial in the Senate or who would even take part. CBS's Ben Tracy joins us now from the White House. Ben, good evening. I understand we just heard from the president.
3: Yeah, Nora, the White House just released a recorded video message from the president in which he mentions nothing about impeachment. Instead, a week after the assault on the Capitol and after a severe blow to his own legacy, he's now more forcefully condemning the violence.
0: Mob violence goes against everything I believe in and everything our movement stands for. Every American deserves to have their voice heard in a respectful and peaceful way. That is your First Amendment right. But I cannot emphasize that there must be no violence, no law-breaking, and no vandalism of any kind. But the president has
3: taken no responsibility for his part in inciting the assault on the Capitol and again claims impeachment is a hoax. A new CBS News poll shows a majority of Americans, 55 percent, agree that he should be impeached. Now, the president has no clear legal strategy or defense team for his Senate trial. CBS News has learned his personal attorney, Jay Sekulow, and White House counsel Pat Cipollone, who defended him during the last impeachment trial, will not do so again this time. Nora.
2: Thank you, Ben Tracy. Thank you. Tonight, much of the nation's capital is locked down with a huge security presence, with authorities very concerned about new threats of violence. We get more now from CBS's Chris Van Cleve.
6: Tonight, 2,000 National Guard troops are securing the capital, inside the Grand Halls and outside along the perimeter. Some armed and authorized to defend themselves, a striking image reminiscent of the Civil War. Up to 20,000 could be deployed to protect Washington, D.C. a week ahead of Joe Biden's inauguration, nearly four times as many troops as are currently in Iraq and Afghanistan. The Defense Department is warning the threat level for violence is very high, concerned it could come as soon as today. How real do we think the concern is?
2: I do think it's real, but I think oftentimes law enforcement is put in a position that Regardless of if it's unverified, in the wake of the events of last week, they've got to take these threats seriously.
6: CBS News has learned the mounting concern is based on a flood of raw intelligence, including unverified reports extremists may be monitoring police movements and potentially heavily armed groups intend to disrupt D.C. Targets could include bridges leading into the city and trains. Air marshals are being deployed to more flights into D.C., and major airports across the country are increasing security measures like upping police presence. Across town, Washington looks to be bracing for a hurricane, buildings boarding up. Additional security barriers have been added outside of the vice president's residence. Fencing and roadblocks are already in place as security ramps to the maximum ahead of the inauguration. We have asked
4: Americans uh, not to come to the Washington, D.C. event, but instead to participate virtually. And we know that is the right choice and the best way to keep everyone safe.
6: After that message from D.C.'s mayor, Airbnb announced it was canceling reservations for stays in the D.C. area during the inauguration. Here at the Capitol tonight, it is armed National Guard on patrol. And this isn't the only fence intended to keep people back. If you go another block up the street, past the military vehicles here, you'll hit another blockade, another barricade, fence line, more police, more National Guard. Nora.
2: This city is shut down. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. All right, tonight, investigators are still rounding up suspects from the Capitol riot while chasing down new threats. And the FBI sent out some chilling advice to officers before they make those arrests. Here's CBS's Jeff Pagase.
7: An FBI bulletin obtained by CBS News says large caches of weapons like this one have been recovered from suspects' homes and that police should consider use of SWAT techniques when arresting protesters who have photographed in body armor. Prosecutors released evidence against protester Lonnie Kaufman, who allegedly had an assault-style rifle, Molotov cocktails, and a Target list in his truck near the Capitol. Today, the FBI arrested Robert Packer, the man seen wearing a Camp Auschwitz shirt. This Idaho man, Josiah Colt, seen hanging from the Senate chamber balcony, has been arrested and charged with violent entry. And the FBI used an armored vehicle to arrest this man in New York for making threats to travel to Washington with weapons. While the roundups continue, the FBI is investigating coordination among attackers, videos showing people acting together to breach the Capitol and attack police, including this line of men moving up the steps wearing military style vests and helmets. Democrat Mikey Sherrill, a combat veteran, accused some of her congressional colleagues of working with the demonstrators.
2: Those members of Congress who had groups coming through the Capitol that I saw on January 5th, a reconnaissance for the next day. I'm going to see that they're held accountable.
7: Sherrill said that she has passed on her information to law enforcement. Harry Littman is a former U.S. attorney.
1: It's mind-boggling. I mean, the congressman, sitting congressman, may actually have helped insurrectionists storm the Capitol. That's Benedict Arnold territory.
7: And late today, Olympic swimmer Cleet Keller was charged with violent entry for his participation in the rioting. A large number of weapons and explosives were found around the Capitol last week. And the question that investigators tonight are trying to answer is, were they going to be used as part of some coordinated plot? Today, FBI Director Christopher Wray held a conference call with police agencies across the country, reminding them to remain vigilant as they face a number of potential threats. Nora.
2: Jeff Begays, thank you. We want to bring in CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. All right, Major, historic day, the first time in history. President has been impeached twice. But this was a bipartisan effort today.
5: Ten House Republicans were there. Four House Republicans didn't have an opinion one way or the other. That's sort of astonishing. But why those ten House Republicans? They saw what the nation saw and said, I simply cannot stand with President Trump, as all of them did for the first impeachment. And you sort of think, well, the shorthand is there's a pro-impeachment House Republican conference and an anti-impeachment. No, there's also another conference here in Washington among Republicans. It's the just get through until inauguration conference, and it's led by Mitch McConnell, trying to create stability and get the president to do the right things to create an atmosphere for stability.
2: What was the heart of the argument that there's no point in impeaching because the president is going to leave office in seven days?
5: Right, that there's no time, and that's essentially a process clock argument. It's not an argument about the underlying merits. Very few House Republicans defended the president on anything along the merits, and neither has Mitch McConnell, which is a persistent signal to this White House, do the right things, denounce violence whether people believe you're truthful or not, do it in order to keep me from launching an impeachment process that could get you. So don't play with me and don't play with House or Senate Republicans. Do the right thing.
2: That's Mitch McConnell's message. Major Garrett, thank you. The U.S. has again hit a record high for COVID deaths. More than 4,300 new deaths were reported just on Tuesday. And while the pace of vaccinations is picking up, with nearly a million shots given yesterday, a possible new coronavirus strain has turned up in Ohio. Here's CBS's Carter Evans.
3: Tonight, a new warning from the White House Coronavirus Task Force. There may be another more contagious strain of COVID found here in the U.S. This is the dangerous strain from the U.K. is now detected in 11 states. Arizona leads the nation in per capita COVID cases and hospitalizations. This massive stadium home to the Arizona Cardinals, now a mass vaccination site for health care workers, first responders, teachers, and child care workers. And that's a pretty big swath of the population there.
6: It is. It is. So we knew that when we moved from phase 1A to phase 1B, it was going to significantly increase the people who were eligible to be vaccinated. So we knew we needed additional
2: opportunities. A
3: little bit. The race to vaccinate is taking on added urgency. California now with more than 30,000 COVID deaths.
6: In my 34
3: years, I never thought I would see anything like this. Ken McKenzie runs a Southern California funeral home. This time last year. There would probably be two or three people that I'd be caring for. Right now, there's probably 40 to 50 embalmed bodies here with families waiting to have closure. Well, the people in the cars behind me, they are all in line for a vaccination here at Cardinal Stadium. Now, health officials say they are prepared to vaccinate at least 6,000 people a day, and this site will be open around the clock for at least the next two months. Nora,
2: people want their vaccine. Carter Evans, thank you. Tonight, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny vows to return to Russia this weekend for the first time since he was poisoned. Navalny has been in Berlin since August after becoming violently ill during a flight. Russian officials deny accusations that President Vladimir Putin ordered him poisoned. All right, tonight, the manhunt continues for three inmates who escaped from a California jail last weekend. Three others have been captured. One of those still on the run is charged with attempted murder. The inmates climbed out of jail using bedsheets. A pet food recall is expanding tonight. More than 70 dogs have died, and more than 80 got sick from eating toxic mold in Sport Mix pet food. The recall c- covers Sport Mix products that contain corn and were manufactured in Oklahoma with an expiration date on or before July 9th, 2022. We have more information at CBSNews.com. In a country shaken by an assault on democracy and an increased sense of fear, A reminder tonight that, as our nation has done before, we can come together. Today, young men and women of the National Guard slept with their rifles in the same place where Union troops were quartered during the Civil War. A difficult time then and now. Lincoln said, I have faith in the people. Those words still true today. Faith in the people that protect this building— and the people who thanked them for it, the people who care for it, and the congressmen who helped, the people who lost their lives defending the Constitution, and the people who have a hole in their heart because of the loss. And on a day where history was made, a reminder, democracy is imperfect, but our government remains of the people, by the people, and for the people. And the people tonight have overwhelmed the National Guard with offers of donations, but they can't accept them and assure the public they are being fed regularly and being housed well. They say thank you. And on tomorrow's CBS Evening News, we'll have more on the expanding investigation into the attack on the Capitol. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Washington. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.